Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hard Nine podcast. Uh, I am Mike Noble, as always, joined by Caleb Noble, uh, where you can find our Twitter handles right here, and you can find our overall Twitter stuff involved in our bio. Today is April 6th, 2023, off day for the Cardinals, who as of right now are in last place in the NL Central. Yeah, um, about about as from a high of being the Blue Jays, the way they did, the way they shelled Chris Bassett on Sunday when he was at the game, um, it, it's taken a whole 180 the entire season as of now. It's not in a good spot. The vibes are down. Everything's weird. The last three days, I felt like a fever dream. Like, I don't even know what happened. We were like, we were, we just won a series against one of the best teams in baseball. And now we come in, get swept. Obviously, we're going to talk about the Tyler O'Neill drama. Um, I don't know what the what hell happened? is happening. What happened with Tyler? Uh, <laughs> let's get into that in a second. But I don't know what the, I don't know what the hell is going on. Okay, let's look at it this way. All right, before we get into the Tyler stuff, because I got lots to say. Um, one, offense still looks very, very good. Okay, like the offense I, I looked through today, you have everybody in your initial, let's call it 10 guys. Now with, uh, I'm going to include Burleson in there and Carlson in there. I think 11. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. All above league average and OPS except Tommy and Nolan. That's it. Those are the only two. Nolan, 92. Like, not. that's not Nolan are Tommy, enough, by the pretty way. rough. But we also have, I mean, then you look at Gorman's 1,400 and 297 OPS plus, like his 1,400 OPS. I mean, great. The, the offense, here's the thing. Let's say this. I, we don't have to go into a rep. We talked about game one the other day. Cardinals should have won yesterday. They should have won. Like, honestly, how many balls did they hit? Like, the, the, when they when you look at the stats, and I should have should have written these down, but you got Michael Harris takes a home run away. Goldie, that was a great play. Incredible. I mean, he's, he's, he's incredible. A, he's, he's so much fun stud. to watch. I love um, that guy. Goldie puts his head down and just runs. People wanted to blame Pop today. They wanted to blame Pop yesterday. Goldie that was, was Pop's because fault. It, what it the was, fuck was okay. Pop doing on that? I that's a great. He wasn't question. even paying attention. Know. I think honestly, Goldie had his head down with two outs and was going home no matter what. I really do. He wasn't even in the coach's box. Yeah, well, he was down the line. So again, I, I don't know. I don't That's know. I don't know that either way. But then late innings, Gorman rips a ball that I mean just destroys. Matt Olson makes an incredible play coming out, holding on the guy coming off the base. Really, I, really good play. And followed, but yeah. that's followed up by two more doubles. Like you, I, I'm gonna it felt push like back. they should have won that game. I'm gonna push back on they should have won that game because. The reason I will is because the Braves have Matt Olson, who, in my opinion, is the best defensive first baseman in baseball. And they have Michael Harris, who's up there with Buxton for the best defensive center fielder in baseball. They have those guys there for a reason. Like, they're there no, to no, make no, plays I understand. Like so, yeah. like, like if, if Nolan, who does this on a weekly basis, makes a crazy play to help you win the game, that's why you have that guy. Like, so we shouldn't have won the game. They have those guys there to do that. They have elite talent. They're doing elite things. Um, the Braves are a great team. Like if there's a takeaway that's not so negative and down on the Cardinals, um, Braves are an awesome team. They are the best team in the National League by far. Like we thought the Mets and the Padres were close, maybe. They're not. They're not. Right. I agree. And th- the Braves did this with like the depth they have, the fact that they've been able to trade away a bunch of guys for the Murph, Sean Murphys and the Matt Olsons of the world and still have guys like the kid from Simo Dodd, who a great Awesome story for him to come up and shove, strike Mall out. Small town, yeah. Strike out Nolan for your first um, um, strikeout ever is pretty cool. To have They have guys like that to still come up and do their job. The Braves are just a well-run, well-oiled machine right now. They are the standard. If you're the Cardinals well, and you're looking at anybody that's not spending like the Mets, that's not spending like the Padres, and you want to say, who should we try and be like? They're the standard, in my opinion. Okay, you and I you and I have talked about this before on here. Um we, we did our power, our first power, released our first power rankings. One and two were the Astros and the Braves for a reason. They have drafted and developed players and extended their guys. But what they have also done is this, and this is, we're going to get into this in a minute. I'm sure when we talk about the Cardinals pitching, you and I have said multiple times, the way to win is to draft and develop young pitching at the major, who are major league pitchers all right i mean stars is another level but you know what i'm saying and then fill it in fill it in with the guys that can go around you the proven stars we see charlie morton on the braves who's he surrounded by dodd elder freed strider 
I mean, who am I missing? Ian, uh, Kyle, Wright. Kyle Wright. All guys they drafted, developed, and, and are ready for the major leagues. Look at the Astros. They had Verlander, but who were they surrounded by? McCullers, um, Javier. Framber. Those guys are international Fram- signings, but either way. I, still- right, but still, those are guys that they brought into the their organization. It's the same this, thing. It, and if, honestly, if you want to make the argument, the Dodgers have done the same thing. They have Kershaw. I mean, all their guys, honestly, they have brought, we don't need to go through you know, all of them. They right. Have. You're right. But what I'm saying is the Cardinals have not done that. Here's my biggest problem. It's not even with the team construction. That is what it is. The team is what it is. All offseason. I know these five guys because Jack put it in his hype video. I've heard the rotation is going to be the problem. The rotation is going to be the problem. No one's going to step up. They're going to need to go get rotational help. That doesn't motivate any of you. Not one. Right. Not one of you was more motivated to go out there and put a good effort up and get your team a win. Hell, hell, get a fucking zero in the first inning. One of you, other than Jack, right. put up a zero in the first two innings. Your major league pitchers, you're, you've all, all five of you have been in playoff runs. So you face playoff caliber offenses. Any of you, put up a good performance. Have some pride is in it yourself. Fair, is it fair to say, and I'm not. I mean, I, I'm again, you're right. It's April 6th. Let's really, I mean, but the problem but is, it's so here's the thing. It's, it's PTSD for Cardinal fans because, like I just said, we've seen it for eight, nine years now under Mosaic. We have, like, so it's I not, this isn't new. So it's almost like not, it's a recurring nightmare. What's well, true? Because it's true. Well, 2015, they had the best rotation in baseball. Okay. I'm but sorry. If so, we so go, this is eight, that's eight years since ago. Then, Caleb. Probably. That's yeah, eight that's years saying, ago. So, so eight, I don't know what 2016 years. was. Yeah. It's been bad for a little bit. Here's, yeah. And so the thing that's so frustrating. Well, here's the problem. Maybe they can't. Is it, it's hold on. Let me just address what you just said. Is it fair to say maybe they can't step up? I mean, we have said all along, we have, we have a rotation of three through fives. You can't win with a row. Like I, I, I will say right now it is April 6th. Let's relax. It's two starts for miles and it's one start for everybody else. We don't know how the rest of the, the weekend plays out. Milwaukee's five and one and looks really, really good. All the rotations looked really, really good. But I, against against the Mets who they destroyed, right? Who everybody picked to be world series possible uh, contenders. So again, it's early. We know that. But the problem is, I think for fans, we've seen it so often that it just continues to go on. We were hoping for something different, including myself. I thought it would be better, but maybe, maybe it's all built on sand, dude. Maybe this rotation just isn't good. Maybe we just don't have good major league pitching. Is that something that we have to at some point maybe start thinking about? Here's the reason I'm not willing to give them a break because it's been six games. Now I'm going to give miles a break. Cause he earned it last year. He earned, he earned some trust. Now, if it happened, get, give me two more starts. If he's still doing this, okay. we'll talk about it then, but two bad starts. I'm not going to write off miles. Michaelis. I'm not willing to do that. He's proven me wrong too many times, but That's everybody very else. Fair, and I agree with you, everybody else. Like the problem that I have is when, why I'm not willing to give this rotation as a whole. Oh, it's been six games. One, we talked about this last week. This is your chance to go out there and say, hey, we're here. We're, we're contenders. We're facing two contending teams right off the bat. They're the best offenses in baseball. Not one of you, except for Jack, who wasn't even good in his start, stepped up. At least Jack gutted through it. So I'm just going to exclude him from this conversation for now. The other four, pathetic. All Every performance was pathetic. And the biggest problem I have with it is we came into this season knowing this was an issue. So it's not like, oh, it's only been six games. It's actually been two and a half years. Like specifically, let's just get down to the last two years. It's actually been two years and you guys had a chance to come out and say, we're better than this. Like this isn't, we're better than you think we are. And now one of you overperformed what we thought. In fact, you were all worse than even we thought you could have been. You have a seven ERA as a staff. Seven. You're getting outscored mm-hmm. 20 to six in the first two innings of games. How? I mean, it's How been, so bad in the first been two great. Innings? Zach the both has been, been fantastic. I saw right. Jordan Hicks. I don't, the offense. The only thing that's weird about this offense is they've got a lot of guys with power, but like almost 80% of their hits have been singles. Yeah. I mean, it's early. That's, that's too high. It's too high. Yeah. Like the real, yeah. like you cannot rely on three singles every inning. That's why we keep saying, well, why are they leaving so many people on base? Well, no one's in scoring position until two hits. So now you're yeah, relying the, on a third hit. That's not going to happen that often. The other frustrating thing is we kept hearing how we have to beat good pitching. And we did. We beat, we beat Gosman. We beat Bassett. Right. That was good. And they um, shelled Manoa. But the problem is one thing that does linger is last year, historically, Cardinals very good at home. Two and four start at home. Not if you know if we're in Toronto and in in Atlanta, I don't know even know if this is this big of a deal. But because the pitching has been so bad, the starting at pitching home. has been so bad. At I mean, home we're supposed awful. to be good. 
Yes, exactly. That's it. It makes you, it does make you start to, I'm telling you, it starts to make you like shake a little bit because of people that no offense, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to make light of that situation. I'm just saying as a Cardinal fan, that's what it makes you do. Your best start was a guy who had like a 1.5 whip for the game. Right. Right. Like right. someone step Jack Flaherty tomorrow against the Milwaukee Brewers, you better fucking step up. If you want to be the against guy, Woodruff, I, for sure. I love Jack Flaherty. I am one of the biggest Jack Flaherty fans you will meet. Step up tomorrow. You've got to go yep. give him seven innings. I don't care. You're gonna you need to be the ace. You need to be the guy. If you wanna I love the hype videos, they're awesome. Back it up. It's time. Right. I'm I tired agree. of the talk. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the talk. Now let me ask you this. Have they announced is Woodford gonna make the next his next start? I assume. He will, and he should. Let's be honest. Like he's he should make another start. One bad start. I mean, it, it's it's That's magnified. I'm just asking. It's, it's magnified because everybody else was bad. Right. You know, if, that if is he was the only absolutely one, true. If he was the only one that was yep. tough, no one would be saying take him out of the rotation. They'd be like, okay, give him yep. another chance. But since everyone's been bad, people are just looking for a solution. Okay. To circle back to what you said, uh, it is March sixth. The world, like the the April. the house is April sixth. Sorry, the house is not burning yet. It's just, again, like I said, it is a reoccurring nightmare. That I smell a gas years. Yes. Uh, but let's get to the biggest news, not just in the in the Cardinals, St. Louis, Twitter, Cardinal Twitter. MLB has, I mean, this has become a big story across the league uh, with what happened with Tyler and Ali. I'm going to let you walk us through it because I do have a lot of things to say. I don't need to go on all day. I've read everything you can read. I've watched everything you can watch. But I, I, I'll let you walk everybody through it and we'll go from there. Okay. Well, I have so many thoughts on this, so I'm just going to lay it out, but I, I don't even know where I stand. If I'm being honest with you, I really don't. So obviously I, everyone knows what happened by now, but I'll go through it briefly. Single to the outfield, first and second, down three runs, two outs in the seventh inning. They bring in Donovan. Donovan does what he does. He just gets a single to right field. Um, Tyler O'Neill runs the bases. I don't know why they sent him home. And to me, I, I want to leave that part out of it because I think it has nothing to do with what we should be talking about was it was a bad send. So let's just say that now bad send and excusable should never happen. Should never send him there, but it did happen. That's irrelevant to me. Okay. Bad send, but multiple things can be true at the same time. Um, I was watching it and I thought he was hurt at first. And then I was like, he's not hurt. And I even tweeted, is he not running? That's what I, I guess what it looked like. It looked like he wasn't running. Um, so we get to the post game. Ali says, and unacceptable. Um, that's not how we play the game. Calls O'Neill's effort piss poor, basically. Like bad effort. He wasn't doing what he should be doing. I'm gonna just, just to be go fair after it. just to be fair, after Ali says it was handled, yes. it it's already been it was handled yeah, internally, internally or whatever he said. Yeah, so he talked at, to before he goes on to bash him, he says that. Right. Sorry. And I don't and I don't think it's fair to characterize it as a bashing, to be fair. Like it wasn't okay. that strong a verbiage. He he was he was pissed off. But at the very least, you can say Tyler was – he wasn't blindsided by the fact that Ollie was mad at him. Maybe he was blindsided by the fact that it was out in the media, but he wasn't – he knew it that Ollie felt that way. Um, then Tyler talks about it, basically pushes back, says that's not what happened, um, that he doesn't want his effort to be questioned, and that it's good to know that that's what Ollie feels about him. So that's a big thing. And then the thing that really pisses me off is I don't know why either of them commented about it again the next day. That should never happen. And I am a big Olive Ali Marmol fan. I have been on here. I will continue to defend him. I think he is the best coach we've had since Tony LaRusso. Not a high bar, but still, I think he's way better um, than the anyone lowest else. Lowest bar you could ever set. Yes, but I still think Ali Marmol is a really, really, really good, smart manager. One, one thing's not going to make me think any less of that. But to come back out and to even answer any more questions about it, why? Why are you talking about this again? Yep. Like, I, it's so frustrating to me. In the first place, I don't like that you did it in the first place i don't like that you come out and say to the media why do you want to be in the good graces of the media is that the goal here because I, I just don't understand what you're gaining there's no advantage to this you're just going to piss him off and the thing and this is the last thing i'll say and i'll let you go um i watched baseball today with chris rose and trevor plouffe today trevor plouffe very close with jack flaherty okay mm -hmm. um he said he talked to someone in the Cardinals organization i don't know if it was jack flaherty that was my assumption it could have been someone else but that would be my assumption. Just going to put all the context out there. Um, he said that whoever the person was thought it was very strange. It didn't make any sense why this was happening. To do it two days in a row, to do it in general, you can go out there and say if someone's playing poorly, yeah, they need to play better. Okay, fine. That's fair. I think we all think that's fair game. 
to call into question someone's effort, that's a different beast. That's calling into question what Tyler O'Neill, the Tyler O'Neill cares about the team. You're basically saying he only cares about himself. Like, let's be mm-hmm. honest about this. I have a problem with that. I yeah. really do. Talking to him behind closed doors. If I'm Tyler O'Neill, I I mean, I am blowing up. And I love Ollie, but I have a massive problem with it. I don't like it at all. Yeah. Uh, I have so many things to say here that I'm not going to try to go all over the place, but um, the the comments of this is how we do things here and uh, it's full throttle on the, let's just start there. It's full throttle when it's on, when we cross the lines, that's horse shit. We have seen many guys not hustle. And and again, I I'd like to preface this. I have gone on record into defending Pujols and Yachty in the past with saying, I'm okay with them not going 100 miles per hour down to first base on a ground ball in August or July. All right. I have said that before. Uh, People don't agree with me on that. But if you're going to come out then and you're going to use these fucking terms the cardinal way that we all want to fucking talk about, it's not a thing. I know, but that's but that's what the post wrote about, right? Well, that's not his fault. Okay, just let me let me talk. The cardinal way has become Marmal's way. Is what it was. What the article said. All right. My my thing is that that everybody wants to mention the Cardinal way. Here's what I'll say. You can't come out and do that because I, I love, you know, I love Nolan as much as anybody. That dude jogs to first as often as anybody as I've seen on a ground ball where you're going to be out, okay? So don't come Can out I, then and say, yeah, yeah, what do you want to say? That's fine. Um, I just want to retort real quick. Um, Nolan sure. Arnado would never, would never do what Tyler did running home, ever. He would run as hard as he could, and you know he would. okay. He would never do that there. I think the thing where like your point, I understand it and I, and I, I do get it. And I get that perspective because it is fair to say there's some hypocrisy in the statements, but what I do think is every human being in that room is smart enough to know one, their role. Nolan Arnato is not Tyler O'Neill. He's not a speedster. He's not, Nolan Arnato is going to play 150 games. Tyler O'Neill doesn't even play that much. So like, so that's, that's the thing as well, but also circumstances are different. If Tyler O'Neill would have hit a rocket to the shortstop, and done the same thing he did. This isn't a conversation. They're not talking. I see Tyler do it too. But Nolan Arenado would never not give full effort on the ball like that. Never. Okay. Let me just retort one more back to you then. Last year, Bader hits a pop fly that's caught 99.99999. I, the nines could go on forever. Percent of the time in Major League Baseball. He jogs just like a guy would do on a ground ball to shortstop where they know they're going to be out. He gets benched, aired out in the media just like Tyler did on something that literally was happening on and what I would say an exact same thing on a ground ball. So I'm not bashing Nolan. I'm not bashing Yachty. What I'm saying is that is absolute hypocrisy because I agree with you. Nolan goes hard nose home. But, but if you're going to say, well, it's because it's a different circumstance. What Bader did was the exact same circumstances. What are, and we've seen Yachty not even run. We've seen him drop the bat and walk back on a ground ball. All right. That's and nothing was said in the media. He was, we have, We've seen him. We've no, seen I'm him saying do it's it on a ground ball back to the pitcher. Oh, okay. It is though. Don't when, come, when you're Caleb. Hold on, let me finish. Don't come out and tell the the world that if you play for me and this organization, it's full throttle all the time. When we sure as fuck know it's not. And here's it's the last thing I'll the say case, about Tyler. Though. Hold on. Here's the last thing I'll say about Tyler. Spread speed for three years, twenty nine point seven. Right. That's elite. That's 30 is elite. He's right there at the elite level. It was 28.3, 93% of his normal. It was wet. And I don't think even if he did expect to get sent, I don't know, or whatever. He obviously was going to be thrown out by 50. I mean, if if he's going 29.7, if he's going 29.7, he's still thrown out by 10 feet. They did the math. He was thrown out by almost 18 feet. So don't tell me he's half-assed. He's going 93%. It's wet. The dude has hamstring injuries. Why are we sent? Like, there are so many questions. So if you are that pissed at, at Tyler, fine. Take care of it like you said you did. When the question was asked to Ali about it, it was handled internally. It's where it should have fucking stopped. Right there. As Again, I coached high school baseball. Nowhere near the same. But never would I air my kids out in front of somebody else or in front of others. Ever. And what he, That's different, though. I, it is. Obviously, it is. I'm not I'm saying that. What I'm saying is, there, I mean, if, imagine being in that clubhouse right now. Yeah, can I before we get to that? Because I do want to talk about that. And um I do want to say that I I believe that there are different expectations for players. There are, and there should be absolutely well, one Tyler one of his greatest strengths is running. 
is running fast, being able to do that. He's elite at it. Um, and I do know sprint speed's weird. It's like your 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 highest speed in a play. He'd sped up while he, when he realized he was going to get thrown out. Like that's when the sprint speed was high. But he was jogging before that, right? Like he was. It's just, no, it from was second not, to third, it was twenty eight point three. They it's on stat. Okay. But when he was all he was halfway to home, he wasn't running. Like I'm not, I, I I've seen enough baseball to know that a Tyler O'Neill on a play like that should not be thrown out by fifteen feet ever. Right. Okay, I can throw you. it hundred miles per hour, ninety two in the outfield. He should have been. It should have been close. Like I've seen, we see enough baseball plays to know what a play like that should look like. I've never seen one with Tyler O'Neill look like that. Well, just to but just to push back, it shouldn't have been close. The stat cast came out and said he should have been thrown out by eight, five to eight feet. He was thrown out by like 12, 15. So it shouldn't have been close, even then. It wasn't even going to be That's close. That's seven more going, feet, Dad. I, I understand, but it still wouldn't have been close. That's You're all I'm saying. Okay, now, either way. What I, what, what I was going to say was there are different expectations. Nolan Arenado and Paul, Paul Goldsman always runs as hard as he can. Nolan Arenado, one, he's got to stay on the field. So there is things that you do the two um, be able to play more. There are things like you can't run hundred percent all the time. Agreed. You're not asking Tyler O'Neill to run hundred percent all the time. That's not this case. I don't, I think that might be full throttle is play to our highest expectations of you. That's what I took by that. That doesn't mean Tyler O'Neill needs to sprint down the first every time. It means See, that's not full it, throttle. It, but, full throttle okay, means when you throw it in full throttle, you're going as fast to, as you can. Okay. But there has to be some common sense in this. And that situation, and that situation, there is zero reason to not run as hard as you can. And he even said in his post game that he's trying to play 160 games. If your thought process in that situation is that you are trying to stay healthy, you're not going to be able to compete at your highest level and you should be called out. Not maybe in front of the media, but if you're thinking, how do I stay healthy while trying to score a run to get you back in the game, what the hell are we doing? All right, let me clarify. I'd like to summarize what I was trying to say because I think, again, my head goes all over the place. I'm not, I'm not, Pro Tyler, like I'm not team Tyler on this as far as not running. All right. I'm not trying to make him take no fault at this. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm not mad. I've been, I've gone on record many times about, I, I would never bash Nolan. I'd never bash you. I, I get what they're doing. Okay. That doesn't bother me. My number one thing right here is not just that Ali came out and did it the way he did it, but that he also then fucking doubled down the next day. And I've that to me is a massive problem. It's, I agree with you. Tyler should have, it should have been closer. He should have been, I was not watching the game. Uh, he should have been running I thought harder. He was hurt, I, I went back. Yeah. I, I know everything's wet. I think that plays into part of it. It's not like he was jogging because he was running at 93% of his peak speed the for entire way his, for, for of most it. of it. That was on StatCast. I mean, I saw that. The, stat fact, come out. the thing that bothers me though, that is the fact that I saw him speed up. I know. I saw I get it, it happen, which means he wasn't running as fast as he Yep. Why? Yep. I, again, I am, please understand, like, no I want everybody to understand to me, that I'm not saying Tyler's not culpable in this. I'm not saying that. I get I get it, and I, I think there's that's the problem with this in this Twitter discourse is five different things can be true of the same. Correct. It was a bad send. Tyler should have run harder, and it still should have been handled differently. Agre- Bingo. I think be, you just summarized To be honest it. with you, I think Ali handled it poorly. I loved how Tyler handled it and yeah, in terms of the press conference. I don't love how he ran. I think he should have run harder. I think he can run harder. I think he knows that. Okay. That is what it is. People make mistakes. Okay. So I'm not going to say, I don't think this should, um, like, I shouldn't question everything, but I also do think, I don't think this is the first incident. And not because I've seen Tyler do anything. So I'm not going to say that. And I don't want to say that I know this for a fact because I don't. I don't think Ali Marmol comes in as hard as he did. If he didn't think this is something that needed to be stopped right now. So can I just. And the can fact I just, that Tyler and okay, the fact that Tyler. And I think a couple of things go into it and then I'll let you go. Sorry. I think the fact that Tyler O'Neill came to Ollie and said, I want this interfield job. And Ali Marmol gave it to him and said, we haven't seen much of you in centerfield. You want in camp. We're giving you the first crack at it. Go take it. It's insulting. If you're going to come out here and now say that you're not running your hardest because you want to stay healthy. Well, then why am I playing you in center field? Okay. that. And also, like, do you think Ali Marmol comes in like this at Tyler O'Neill if this was one instance? I, I just don't. I don't. Here's what I'll say. All right. First of all, Ali giving him the job is Ali's fucking fault. It's not Tyler's fault. Okay. It's no one's fault. He hasn't right. been bad. Well, okay. I'm just saying. So it's you know, trusting just, in somebody. Okay. But but we all know, and we I was going to get to this later, but we all know we have one legit center fielder on our team. Like, I mean, elite, and it's Dylan Carlson. That's not even an argument. 
So why they moved Tyler to center, you and I have come on here before and said, why was Tyler playing center last year when we know he's got hamstring problems? I'll say the same thing again this year, okay? So that's one separate issue. Two, I never, I never saw Harrison Bader, like, take a, a playoff except for the one time he got aired out and benched. One time. All right, it was we're talking though. Hold, it wasn't hold, like this. It's not. Two, Tyler is a guy who, when he hits a home run, puts his head down and sprints around the bases. Mm-hmm. Every time I've, I've seen him run into walls, I've seen him dive when I'm like, don't dive. Uh, people want to question his play game one in center field. We were watching that play. If he comes in, he is in no man's land. And if that ball gets behind him, another run scores, yeah. and that guy ends up on third. Yeah, All right, or so that's not even an argument. It's a triple. I, I have watched almost every game. I'm not at practice. I'm not, I didn't watch. I've never seen Tyler dog anything. And I think I when you start to question a player's effort, is when you start to lose not just said player, but others around him, especially mm-hmm. with a team full of so many young guys. And we know, and I'd like to get to this in a minute too, that the Cardinals have not do not have the strongest track record over the last 10 years of handling, 15 years of handling young players. And I just think that is another list in a lineage of bad check marks of how you handle a young player. Tyler, not a young guy, but I'm saying there's a lot of guys looking at Tyler. He's only 27, but still, it just, it all smells bad. I've never seen him hustle. So you, your point might be true. I've never witnessed it with my own eyes. I've never heard it even spoken of by anybody, fans, media, anyone. So I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying I have zero proof of that. Yeah. I, I just think for me, like Tyler is not that player. He's not a guy that does that. He runs his ass off. Like the guy, it really does. And I love Ollie and I don't, I, some of the criticism towards him, I think recently has been stupid to be quite honest with you and unfair. Um, You can criticize the situation without criticizing everything the man has done. It's just like, I, not everything has to be an extreme and I'm tired of extremes in this world. It's annoying. Um, Tyler to me, like he, I have never in my life thought anything about his hustle. No. I've never in my life thought anything. I mean, just the same with Paul Goldsmith and Nolan, honestly. Nolan jogs for first when he knows he's not going to make it. But if he thinks there's a chance, he's you better bet he's going to fucking try and make it. I mean, how many times um, have you and I said, Tyler, you're running too hard? Like on a ball yeah, to first yeah. with two outs. Like and, we've seen and the it. Thing, the thing that Mike, that I think, if I'm Tyler, it might put my mind in a pretzel, is their goal. They tell him to change the way he's running. Like they've, they've done that with him to try and keep him healthy. So now you've got a situation where, it might be in his head, like, am I running the right way? Am I risking hurting myself right now? Right. If I go full speed, it's wet. I shouldn't be sent on this anyway. And now you're going to air me out. If you want to take him into the office and, and berate him and say, this is not how you need to play. We need you to be better than this. Fine. Agreed. Tyler would have taken that. Because guess what? Tyler probably didn't expect to be talked to about this. No, no. Like, I can't imagine how blindsided he felt. Yeah. And yes, I'll be honest with you. Yesterday, I was kind of all leaning towards Ali's side on it. Because I was watching, I was like, it didn't look like he was doing what he should have been doing. I don't even care. What do you gain? There's, you can only lose. What do you gain from going to the media in this situation? As a po- and if, there, if there's something, and people say it might be a tactic and there might be a way to reach Tyler. If you can't reach Tyler without using the media to reach him for you, you're failing as a leader at that point. Agreed. And I don't believe that of Ali. I think he can reach people just fine by himself. I don't have any doubt about it. I don't think because he's 36 years old, he can't reach people. He managed to some of the greatest players of all time last year and did it wonderfully. So I don't believe that at all. Um, I just don't understand why he did this. I don't understand why he doubled down. I don't understand why John Mozeliak spoke about it. I don't understand why they interviewed Tyler again before the game yesterday. I don't understand why all this happened. Tyler says it's a day off, planned day off. Ali doesn't say that. And then he comes in a pinch hits. Yeah. Like how many mixed signals are you are uh-huh. you throwing around here? Here's I, the way. I, okay. I, I don't Here's, get it. It could have been, and also it could have all been cleared up so fucking easily. All right. One shouldn't have aired him out in the media, but did put his ass in the lineup the next day. That's yeah. all you got to do. You got an off day today anyway. Yeah. That's all yeah. you have to do. Don't come out and be now. Now I'm gonna. I'm kind. Now I'm getting mad. The more I think about it, actually, don't be a fucking coward and call the plan day off in game six. All right, don't do that. Even well, if on, it is, hold on, stop. Even if it that. is, he didn't you, say that. Tyler said that. Oh, okay, okay. Then my my apologies. Then I take back what I said. But put his ass in the lineup. I would have. That's that's what I'd say. I would have. And at the same time, though, there could be. I Here's don't know, what sucks, Caleb. Me, hold on. Here's what on. sucks: is we're talking about this instead of the fact 
that the fucking pitching is terrible. We just talked Jordan about Walker is looks incredible. First home run yesterday. Yes, Haven't even got to that on this podcast yet. Feel bad about that. Nolan Gorman continues to fucking do everything they've asked him to and more. Goldie's hitting 500. Brendan Donovan, all he does is hit. Dylan Carlson made three incredible plays in center they field. Double a righty. Shout out to him. All right. We're getting Newt back. Contreras is hitting 333, but all we're talking about is this crap. And that's because Ali put us in this fucking situation. And if to me, if it's a tactic, like you said, it's a god awful one. It's just stupid. And know your players, man. Like, no, Harrison Bader, all the credit in the world for him because he handled this like such a pro last year and he didn't have to. Like, he could have done what Tyler's doing and pushed back. And he didn't. And he um, said, and he said everything perfectly. I do think there are different standards for different players. And the thing that I, 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 people respect about Ollie and no one said this when no one in the offseason, if you'll remember, said Ollie's the best manager he's ever had. Remember that? He said that. Yeah, said, but okay. you don't have, hold on. He did say that. He's had five managers. Including I, I'm Bud not Black arguing that he twice. said it. I, I'm not arguing okay. that he said it. But his reasoning was you don't ever have to know, you don't ever have to guess what he wants out of you and where you stand. You know. So if Ali Marmol says, Tyler, what we need out of you is we need you to run your ass off. We need you to be the athletic freak that you are. And then he turns around and doesn't do that. I would under, I understand the frustration. Like the, the one thing that they have never, that no one has ever said about Ali Marmol, in fact, they've said the opposite, is that he's not good at com- communicating. He's great at communicating. He tells you what he needs out of you. So if you're not f- um, fulfilling what he needs out of you, I understand why it pisses him off. And maybe it's not the only time he thought that. And maybe it's not the only time they've had a conversation about it. I, I don't know. It's strange. And I thought it was strange that Tyler talked for so long about injuries during his press conference. Why are you thinking about injuries, Tyler? If because you're not, probably if you can't play. Here's what, I'm, can't play. here's what I'm going to say, because we're speculating on Tyler doing it before. We're speculating on Ali being a great communicator, which I believe. We're not speculating on that. They've said we it. are. We don't know. Nolan Arenado said it. What else do you need? That's fine. That's fine. That's one guy. I'm not arguing with Nolan. I'm not arguing. I'm saying we don't know. We're not in the clubhouse. We do know that Matt Holiday accepted a job and then all of a sudden came out later. I, I'm not arguing that, but it doesn't mean that everything was communicated to him. And that could be Ollie. It could be the organization. We don't know. That's all right. So it's true. It's true. Those are facts. Those That's all I can go by. But what well, we do Matt know. Matt Holiday example makes no sense. I can poke so many holes in that. Well, well it does because you, you, you agree yeah. to a role knowing what 162 games looks like. But then all of a sudden you back out because you. And then you, Joe McEwing was, took it. It's not like some scrub took it. I did. I'm not. You're you're missing the point. That doesn't make any completely. sense to me. Like, like I don't think Matt Matt Holiday never once said he didn't know the commitment he was getting into. He actually he, he actually closer. said it was more than what he was expecting. So that's Ollie's fault that Matt Holiday I didn't, didn't know say. It I said it could have been the organization. That's what I just said. I don't. I, that's, I don't somebody. Think that's I think somebody miscommunicated what the expectations were for him. Either way, irrelevant. Fine. You still handle it in there. That's all you have to do. It's game mm-hmm. six, game five, actually. Handle it in there. Do not air it out on the media. And once you did that, then you fucking doubled down the next day. Like, let's be honest. He's also, and I love it because you know how I feel about umpires. He's come after CB Buckner and called him not a good person. Like, let's He's just what, relax on maybe using the, the media to air out stop everything. It. That is such revisionist history that you just did. You have taught, we talked about rewriting anything about how we agree with what he did with CB Buckner. So you can't come on here I, now. I said, I him. hate him. I hate that he's good. All right, okay, bad. Okay. Okay, well then we can't come on here now and say anything about Ali. I'm just letting you know that these are all things that have added up. This is what makes me mad about this situation. People pile things on that they weren't talking about before because they disagree with one thing. Just disagree with the one thing. I get it, but they're all part of a. They're all part of a. Of of a. It's not. What is the word I'm looking for? CB Buckner not being willing to shake his hand has nothing to do with Tyler O'Neill not running. I'm not saying they do. My point is, why are we always constantly using the media to air people out? That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's the only his point I'm making. His thing is that he's candid. His thing is that he's candid. He's going to tell you how he feels. That is his thing. Okay. Like it or dislike it, that's who he is. And the thing that, that kind of first made, frustrates me is how many times were you frustrated when Mike Schilt lied? He went there and said, everything's fine. Everything's this, everything's that, and never told the truth. People didn't like that. And then they don't like the Ali Marmol is too truthful. Pick one. Okay, he's hold telling on. You what, hold on. And here's, Would we have, hold on. Would we have said that Ali is a liar and not truthful if all he would have said was it has been addressed internally no we'll take care of the situation i'm then not what saying, are you I'm saying? saying there are other things where you're like well he's not telling you the truth like you know and here's the thing that if you say we've handled that internally we all know that it's an effort thing then nothing's hidden he just told you what it was oh yes but yes, if yes, you we say about it and 
Tyler, if you say we've handled it, if you say we've handled it, like we've handled that, it was something that we had to handle. Then you no, now okay. know what that means. The answer could easily have been we discussed. Tyler and I have, have talked. That's all you have to say about what. Then it's really about what. And everyone knows about what. It's about the hustle. Everyone saw. No, it. it's about the play. Tyler, Tyler and I have talked about question, that play. We'll move on. Next question. The one question I do have. That's all you got to do. This is the last thing we need to say on this because we've gone for a long time. Um, the one problem, I, the one thing that is in my head that I do have a little bit of an issue with is I do think if Tyler O'Neill wasn't hustling, if that's what was happening, and he really wasn't going as hard as he could, I don't know why we now think he earned the right to be protected. Like, if that is what you were doing and you weren't giving your best effort, why should he now be protected by the manager? Because he's because one of your players, to another Caleb. level, Dad. So like if that's a to guy... another level. That's not trying to okay. win. I'm not saying that's what he was doing, but I am saying if that's Ali Marmal's view, it's that he wasn't trying as hard as he could to win the baseball game. If that's what he thought, and that's obviously what he thought because that's what he said. Um, I do understand why you're like, well, well, you know, like he did this. Everyone saw it happen. We saw it happen. You, I saw it happen. I don't know what he's protecting at that point, what he's hiding. And I don't even think Ali's initial comments were all that bad. But then it's like now they're going back and forth through the media. And that's yeah. why I don't like it all. Yeah, it's, it's very reminiscent of uh, Jordan Pippen. It's very reminiscent of, or I mean, I'm sorry, not Jordan Pippen, Bulls and Pippen of LaRusa and Roland. Like I've seen this play out before and it doesn't end well. Now, let's hope. Let's hope that this pisses Tyler off and he goes scorched earth for the rest of the season. My hope, that's, that's what my you have hope, to hope is that they've had a conversation. Yeah, Ali yeah. has apologized to him to earn his trust back. That's not. Like, do you believe that's going to happen? I don't know because I don't know Ali personally, and I'm not going to act like I do. Here's the thing: I, the problem I have, and this is we really do need to move on because we have talked about this for a long time. The biggest problem that I have with it um, is now every player is not going to trust you to keep the stuff inside the clubhouse. Bingo. That's a problem, and yes. you've got to make that clear that this isn't going to happen again. Because yep. if, if you have a conversation in the coach's office with somebody and it's about hustle, it's about whatever, they have to know that you're not going to say what this conversation was about. So I don't like that aspect of it. I don't think the media has to be your outlet for anything. I'm not one of the people that says, I don't care to know anything, to be honest with you. Like, I don't need to know. Handle it's like it the government. Yourself. I don't want to know anything. Just, yeah, I mean, just, just keep me safe at night. That's all I want to so know. It's frustrating because I understand both sides of it. I understand people that I, say he should have been aired out because I don't. he wasn't hustling. I get that because when you don't hustle, that's a different level. It's not just playing poorly. It's completely different. But here, but now we are. But see, now you have taken the leap to say he wasn't hustling. All right. And we don't know that what all the factors are. We don't. What I know he, he wasn't have, running as hard as he could. I know that. Right, agreed. But what if he did have something? What if it was because it's I mean, we, there are so many factors there are. that play into it. I'm not saying, I, again, I'm not defending Tyler. I'm saying we are now taking leaps to yeah. judgments on things we don't know. Well, we can only know what we've been told. We've told, been told from the manager that he wasn't hustling. And we've, and we've been, been told, told from, by the player that he was. Not really. He said, I was going, he, he said, I was, I felt like I was hustling. That's what he said. And then he said he was trying not to get hurt. I, so he wasn't. When you hear all the time about your injuries, which I'm assuming the organization has told him, and we know that they told him that in arbitration. He's on the field, Dad. You're on the field, you got to play. I get it. I, I'm not arguing. You see, I think, again, we're back to the everything can be true. I'm not saying, I'm not defending Tyler on not running hard. I'm not. I don't know all, this, I don't know all the facts. That's all I can tell you. My number weird. one thing is the way Ollie handled it. And here's what I will say about what you said about the, the players looking at that. He's managed 170 games in the major leagues. That's including uh, the playoffs last year. He's done this twice to guys. One is already gone. And now everyone is talking. I'm just letting Stop you know. Those are, that, again, Dad. Caleb. It's so conspiracy I don't theories. care that you don't like it. Those he was traded because he was hurt. That's why he was saying. We still, needed pitching. He, he was still aired. And Harrison was hurt when he wasn't running. And he was still aired out. Instead of finding out the reason why, he aired him out in the media. He did. Did you find out the reason why Tyler wasn't running as fast or did you just go air it out in the media again? Those are questions that I believe are valid. And I know that you love Ollie and I do too. Right. I just think it's unfair to draw. I do think those are valid questions, Caleb. That's all I can say. I just, I just think it doesn't make any sense to continue bringing up things in the past that aren't really related. Like, yeah. Okay. How about this then Tyler? Like I, like he set the precedent already. Hey, if you don't run, I'm going to hold you accountable. But he hasn't done that with everyone. We just talked it's about on it. on the certain plays, Dad. It's certain people. Like I said, he will tell you where you stand. That's the one thing. Media, 
um, coaches, players, they've all said, you know where you stand and you know what he wants from you. So if you know what he wants from you, you can't say that you're surprised when he says you're not doing what he wants. I, I guess maybe I, I'm not sure whose side you're on here on this one. I can I'm not on a side. I'm That's on. what I'm saying. I see both sides. I'm not on a side. I don't, I don't even yeah. want to pick a side. I think I'm not on Tyler's on. side because like I said, I don't know, but I'm on don't air uh, again. Game five for the second time in two years, air out a player in the media. Yeah, I agree. That's my number one problem. That's all I'm going to say. I, because I don't know all the other shit. I don't know what was talked about inside there. I've never seen Tyler not hustle. I don't know if they have. I didn't watch every single thing that's yeah. happened. But even if you did, don't fucking air him out in the media. And especially yeah. when you're looking at Walker, Gorman, Donovan, Burleson, and all these young guys on there. Like, you, that's a, those are facts. Like, this is uh, – I hope it's not. And I hope that we have enough fucking leadership in that clubhouse that we don't – that you don't lose a team. That's all I'm saying. Stop. That's the crazy conclusion. Why are we going to that? It's game six. Because it could happen. Proof of him losing a clubhouse. No one has said that. No one's even. It's also been. I didn't say he lost it. I'm saying you could create a division in that clubhouse. No, you won't. Okay. You You don't. Because then now you're calling the question. Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldsmith's ability to command a clubhouse. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. If they command a clubhouse, it won't happen. I agree. That's what I'm saying. So they'll be fine. Okay. Good. Those two have been leaders that led team, and Adam Wainwright have all three been leaders on teams that have gone to the world. I mean, gone to the postseason without, without being with each other. They'll be fine. They've got the leadership to take care of it. Okay. And Wilson well, won a World Series. They playoffs. better come out and win on Friday night. That's what I'll they say. Need to, they need to make a statement. I don't like that this happened. I think I'm on team. I hate every single part of this. Yeah. Same. And that's where I'm at. I don't. I'm not picking Team Ollie, Team Tyler. I think Tyler was in the wrong because he wasn't running as hard as he could. And if you're saying he is, then something's wrong with him, and he needs yeah. to get it checked out. Ollie shouldn't have aired it out. Pop Warner shouldn't have sent him. The whole thing's fucked. And I yep. don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, so let's I move agree. on. What else do we have to talk about? Well, I mean, do you want to preview this Brewers series or just yeah, let it we play out and we'll talk about it on Sunday? No, let's talk about it because do you want to go around the league Monday and worry about yes. it then? Yes. Okay. Let's get yeah. through the first I think, week and a half. I, teams. Yeah. I, I think this episode deserves to be talked about a lot of stuff because a lot of shit's been going on. Um, in two days, by the way. Fucking two games. This two shit days. Yeah. Two, two games. Either way. Um. Also, Here's by the way, both of us both of us picked the Cardinals to win the next two games. They didn't. Yeah, it's okay. Um, we didn't expect all hell to We did. Games. And to be to be, to be honest, they um they played good baseball. I still think they're playing good baseball. The weird thing about this pitching staff, and I know we were a little heated at the beginning of it, and honestly, kind of warranted because someone needs to step the fuck up. The problem I have with it is they're bad in the first two innings, and then they keep adjusting, and they're good for the next three. So figure it out in the first two innings, please. And also, I want to I want to say one more thing before we get to this Brewers series. I've seen a lot of tweets like, "Is Contreras the problem?" Which honestly, it's fair to ask that question because he has a new catcher and he doesn't know the pitching staff as well as you think, as you'd like, I guess. At to this point, Stephen Matt said he gave two home runs, both on pitches he shook Contreras off. He mm-hmm. shook Contreras off twice, and they were both hit for home runs. So I'm one. I'm really one. Kudos to Stephen Matt for saying that. Um, taking the ownership of it and taking some of the blame off of the new catcher. I like that he did that. That's a lot of leadership there. But also, I don't think it's Contreras' fault. Also, fun fact before we move on, Contreras is 98th percentile in framing runs so far this year. Is that good? He's top 2% in framing. All right. I Well, I didn't. I don't. He's know got the Yachty ghost inside of him. He's possessed. So, yeah, um, I'm not going to go blame. I'm not going to go blame Wilson Contreras. No, but I do the, understand. I know. Do you think it's fair, though, when we talk about the pitching, something we didn't bring up, that we have a pitch clock, we have changing in climate, obviously, we have facing two of the best offenses in baseball, and we have a, a new starting catcher, that those four things can be working against him. I mean, here's the thing. Out. We talked about it on the last podcast that I brought up. Like, do you believe that the pitch count, the pitch clock has hurt the pitchers? I think here's what we saw. Yesterday, we saw Garrett Cole look really fucking good. Jacob DeGrom comes out and strikes out 11. I'm not even going to say Otani because he did does his thing every fucking night, right? Whatever. Awesome. But we also saw Manoa come back and pitch incredibly well. Uh, I did not happen to see what the Phillies did. I saw they lost, but I don't know how Aaron Nola pitched Nola was yesterday. Okay, was so maybe it's that first time around. But the problem is we've seen Miles have two now. You know, yeah. I, the adjustment. I do think there's an adjustment period. And the shit's the going away. Yeah, I think there's a lot of factors in there. However... However, we saw Bryce Elder shove it up our ass, and we saw the young kid from SEMO from a small town, Illinois, also do that. And I told you, hey, B, you know, they talk about the Ides of March to beware of those. When you're a Cardinal fan, you're, you're, you beware 
young lefties you've never seen before. And that's <laughs> young like, anyone. Bryce Elder's like, right hand. Like um, I told you, like I told yeah, you, young anyone, guys, but especially lefties, lefties. Um, I just think there's those five things and the shift going away. That's why there's been a lot of hits. We pitched the contact, but those five things happening, they've all worked against the cause rotation. And while I think it was warranted the way we just talked about them, I got like 30 minutes ago where we kind of aired them out. Cause I honestly think someone needs to step the fuck up. I'm tired yes. of this shit, but I do think there are factors that can explain why a lot of things are working against them, including the fact that they faced who are the best offenses in baseball. Now we're going but into this. You're going to have to beat those teams. You fair, but also their pitching wasn't great against us other than the two young guys, but the top guys, Morton wasn't great against us. And no. then the three pitchers, I mean, Gossman was really good. Gossman, Gossman was, was really good. good. Yeah. He's just really, really good. Yeah. He's, he's so good. God, he's nasty. But um, this is a litmus test for me. We're out of Bush. We're going to Milwaukee. You're facing a team that's red hot. Like, they're young guys, Terang and Weimer, two of their young prospects. They're killing it right now. Like, they're, everything's clicking for them. You're going in. You're facing Brandon Woodruff, a guy we either get shut out by or we score seven off of. Um, what are you looking for? What are you looking for from the pitching staff that – Hitting has been, I think we just look for more of the same for the hitting, but for the pitching staff. Yeah. I mean, the pit, I, I mean, I'm going to echo what you said earlier. You've got to get, you've got to have a one, two, three inning. Like also yes. maybe let's fucking score in the first inning too on the road and maybe give our pitchers because our pitchers have all six games. You're out there first, right. As a starting pitcher, maybe allowing one of our pitchers to go out there with a lead, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and I know that you, you talked about um, the shaking off and, and the hits and whatever we have given up a lot of home runs. You've got it. Yes. The ball flies in Milwaukee. You've got yes. guys who can hit bombs in that stadium. You've got to limit the home runs and you've got to limit the, the, the bat, the count, the counts not being in your favor, the two O's, the three ones, you've got to limit those because those are obviously hitter counts. And then what you have to do, I think for the offense is to come out and score early in those games to give our pitchers, Let's see how we can let's see how we can pitch with a lead instead of giving up runs in the first inning every right. fucking day. Yeah, and and obviously it's hard if the offense can't get a lead if they're down already. So that's, that's right. The that's, thing. Yeah. So um, also another factor I didn't even mention: Dusty Blake's new. So there's a lot of shit going on for the pitchers right now that's new. So I guess maybe we should give them a little bit more leeway than we have because there's a lot of new shit going on there. Great Mike Maddox and Dusty Blake, not the same human being yeah. at all. They're completely different. But I think what I'm looking for is. Some balls, like uh, just some, have some balls. Go out there, take the ball. I don't care if you're feeling something. I don't care if you don't have your stuff. Put up zeros. Like here's the thing, and we know this rotation is going to be better than it has been because one, no rotation ever has a seven ERA. But also, like, look at the guys that are in it. They're all proven guys besides Woodford, who isn't a bad pitcher by any means. I don't think he's a major league starter for a contending team, but he's not a bad. He's not bad. Um, so just do, just go out there and give your team a chance to win every game. At the very least, we know that four out of the five guys are going to be able to do that every day, every fifth turn normally. So just do that. Um, and just, I don't know, like stop giving up runs in the first two innings. Yes. Like, like stop. And that's the alarming thing to me too. Like obviously in the first inning, you're facing the best hitters. The other team has to, has to offer, generally speaking. Um, you can't let them hit you every time. Like, I don't know what I mean, else to say. Like, you to just make can't sense. let that happen. Does you seem to make sense. You can't have Austin Riley and we, Matt Olson terrorize you. We can't do this again. Like, here's the thing I'm going to say, and I'm not going to be a fatalist about this because it's April 6th, all right? So I'm not. I'm simply saying for the last eight years, like I said earlier, this is we've watched our team stay competitive most of the time, go to the trade deadline, add a couple mediocre pitchers. That's not no offense to the guys that we've gotten, but they haven't I think they're been better than mediocre last year. Okay, but but career-wise, not mediocre, above, above barely average. above average, above average. But we haven't got an, an impact guy. Most never done it. And if we continue that Lacking. track, I don't know what like why we're looking for different results. All right, like the old adage, when you do the same they're thing over them, and man. over. But you can, Kale, because it's eight But they're not years. looking for different results. I think that's the disconnect here. They're looking to get in the playoffs. They got in the playoffs both times. I understand that. I understand that. But you still, we've talked on here. You have to have better at the top. You have to, yeah. you have to. And I know that I've yeah. said, oh, pitching didn't cost us here. That's fine. You still look at the race. They're six and oh, why? Because their starting pitching comes out and shoves every fucking night. And they lost their second best pitcher. Yeah. Not I mean, right now. Glass now. our starting pitchers are giving up. What will they have a seven something ERA? Over nine seven, something yeah. like whatever it is that you can't win like and that's we can't win the central buoyed. like that let alone the NL. no and that's buoyed by a, a weird five inning shutout by jack flaherty right correct 
Correct. Like, so like, if, you were, honestly, could be. if you replay that game 10 times, probably have a 10 yard array in the rotation right yeah. now. Like, let's be yeah. honest about it. So obviously you can't discredit Jack Flaherty. It was a ballsy performance, but still, um, I, I, my, here's what I'm looking for. And then we need to get to our players and predictions, whatever. Um, I'm looking for Jack Flaherty to set the tone. We said this earlier, Jack, I know Jack wants to be the guy. I know Jack can be the guy. Jack, be the guy. Do right. it. Do it. Be the guy. Take a hold of this rotation and don't look back. wayno has gone right now. Miles, the guy that you just extended that we talked about earlier, is struggling. The other three aren't leaders of a rotation. Go be the guy that leads the rotation and take it today. Against your division rival, after all this bullshit with Tyler O'Neill, after all the three getting swept and embarrassed by Atlanta, go take it. Like, it is there for you, Jack. Go take it. Pitch like you want a contract extension here. Because he said he wants one. He's actually come out and said he's willing to talk about a contract extension here. Go pitch like it, please. Or else, like, I'm I'm almost to a point please. where, yeah. I love that you're begging him. I am begging Jack Flaherty. That's where we are guy. after six games. Uh, well, no, it's not six games. I'm begging Jack Flaherty oh, to be we'll the come on here for so long and said he can be and is. I know. I believe he still can be that. Go be it or I'm over it. Now, please. Yep. Well, love uh, of God. Before we, make, before we make our predictions and then we get out of here. My player of the week was my my player of the series was Miles Michaelis. <laughs> it was it was. Um, mine was Gorman, who had a pretty good series. By He's the pretty way. good. Got Robinson. So, so. Um, here's what I, I I think two things that we we or one that we have to say we did not give enough love to Jordan Walker for his first career home run. Mm-hmm. Absolute missile. He's hitting everything that he hits is between like eighty five and like 111. He's hitting the ball incredibly hard. He's near the top in almost every exit velo category. That was so cool. He, hey, by the way, also got his curtain call. He did. Tommy called the time. Yep. He used his timeout. Yep, yep, yep. Tommy there. Yep. Um, that was he awesome. had both so I just think we need more. Today. Well, this has been a pretty negative episode because of the fact, which Warranted. deservedly so, reality. But um, I think that's, I think we have to give a little bit more love to what Jordan did and what Nolan Gorman are, have done and what Brendan Donovan continues to do. We are seeing some great things from this team. Fucking, like you said, pitching step up. And if they don't, Mo, you got – I mean, you're, I, in my opinion – You stepped on Jordan line. Walker again. You stepped on Jordan Walker. I did. I didn't mean to. For a I was trying to, like, um, summarize. So, so obviously, that home run was on a breaking ball, by the way. It's a missile. Then he comes out the next the next to bat and hits an RBI double with 2009, because, of course, he does. He looks really good. He is – I mean, people are going to talk about his launch angle. He's 20 years old with a six-game hitting streak to start his career. I could give a single shit about – his launch angle right now, like it's not great. He's 20 years old with a six-game hitting streak and just hit his first home run. I don't really care if he hasn't launched the ball like he will when he's 27 years old. He's 20, so let's relax. Um, it looks great. Shout out to him. Cool moment. The day, the last day before his parents went back to Atlanta, I think he said they were there and he hit the home run. So that's cool. Um, let's get to the let's get to the players of the, of the series. I guess we should say. Um, uh, you can go first, and then we'll go with predictions. Give, give your predictions and your player, and then we'll just go from there. Uh, predictions, we win one of three. That's And I'm hoping for that. We don't I don't, I, I'm just sorry. I don't I don't trust our – you know, but we get Lauer and Peralta was nasty his first time as well. So, I mean, we just I, I think we win one. If we're, I, I'm hoping we win one. Uh, I think the offense continues to click. Uh, that is what we have to rely on. I mean, you're going to have to – at this point, it feels like you're going to have to win games 9-8. Like it really does. Ryan mm-hmm. Helsley has no room for for um, like error mm-hmm. at the end, which is good that we have him there. But I just feel like you're, the offense has to continue to click. My hope is, and my player is Jordan Walker for the weekend. I feel like maybe getting that home run offense back. He's already had some great at bats. He's having a very good start. This is the I think you might man. see him go in a in a place like Milwaukee. Like if he continues to hit sliders like he is, I think you could see him have a very solid series. So that's one. Yeah. I, I'm calling one and two, and and Jordan Walker. Okay. Um, I'm saying we win two because I don't think I'll ever pick us to lose a series, if I'm being honest. Um, I, I was think, being nice saying one. I th- Well, we historically destroyed Freddie Peralta. That's just a fact. Like We shelled. He's like a 10-year reign against us in his career. Um, I, I just – I think the flights – hopefully the flight's positive. Hopefully there's been some messages sent. I can't imagine that they haven't talked about this in the clubhouse, all this stuff. Right. My player for the weekend is Tyler O'Neill. Multiple reasons. One, obviously, all the bullshit we just talked about. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so sick of it. But all of that stuff, I, I think Tyler is a guy that hopefully can feed off of that. Two, I'm looking for the biggest thing I'm looking for tomorrow. He better be in the lineup tomorrow. 
And I say that not only because he's one of our best players, which he is, but also because he historically destroys Brandon Woodruff. Always has. He's really, he has like three homers against him. He's always been really good against Brandon Woodruff. He needs to be in the lineup. I think he's going to go off if he is. I think this could be good for him. And maybe this is one of those situations where Ollie's like, I kicked him in the butt and he needed it and he got him going. I hope that's what happens. But he's my player. Of the, he's my player to watch out for. I was going to go Jack Flaherty. I was going to because I really think Jack Flaherty is going to show up tomorrow. But that was my player. Okay. All right. It's, hard, it's almost impossible at this point right now. And I know it's only six games for me to ever say a pitcher is going to be the guy. Jack's only one. I, I, I mean, until he comes out, it's been a long time since we've seen Jack come out and shove. So you know that I love him. I know that you love him, but until I actually see him come out and shove, I, I can't pick. I, there's nobody on this. I will say it again right now, even coming into this year, we were nervous. Nobody on this rotation where I look at and go every fifth day, that guy's going to come out and shut down the other team's offense. We don't have one of those guys. We just don't right now. I'm not saying we couldn't. I'm not saying they won't become that. I'm saying right now, I don't see it. No, we don't. We don't have that guy. We don't have win day, right? We have, maybe we can win day. Like we don't have, okay, today, like for, for the Brewers, I know Burns got shelled the other day. It happens. He's human. But for the Brewers, it's, Hey, Corbin Burns is on the mound. This is we're winning today. That's the feeling around the clubhouse. Yeah. That's what it was with Chris Carpenter was here. That's what it was when Michael Walker was on his crazy run in 2013. Guys can be. John Lackey was here when Adam Wainwright was running for a couple of years. and, And for about what, six to eight weeks, two seasons over each of those. For what for Flaherty, like X longer than that. There for oh, that longer one than that. Twenty twenty six months. Six months combined for two years. Flaherty. We've every time he was going out, he was winning. But we yeah. haven't had that since then. We haven't. He's got to do it, man. Like he's got to do it, and I'm excited to see. He, I, the, the vibe is better be better. That's one of the things I'm looking for as well. You better not be. Mo- Yesterday felt like a shitty game after it a did. shitty night that ended in a shitty fucking conversation to the media. It was just all bad. It was bad. I almost didn't want to watch the game that day. Yeah. And then it started out with Miles getting shelled, and I was like, well, this just sucks. Yeah. I would not have thought we'd be here after that great series went against the Blue Jays. They got to clean it up. I do think, to be fair to Ollie, because you, I know you criticize him heavily, and I don't like what he, I don't like what he did either. I do like the decision to bring him in um, and have him pinch hit. I like that he did that. Uh, if he didn't just shut him to the side, say you're not playing it all today. It was like, hey, we need you right now, so go and take a nap at. I like right, that I aspect of it. So at least he did something like that. I just don't want to hear about one. Again. He destroyed one. He destroyed. It was foul. He missed it by just, this much. Yeah. And he was one batter away from getting up at yep. being the tie run, the yep. tying runner, um, batter, I guess. So I, I don't know. I just, different vibes. I don't ever want to hear about this again. I no, don't want it to, if it's asked, me I want either. to be shut down immediately by both of them. Yep. And the one thing I did kind of frustrates me is I would wish someone would have asked one of the veterans about this, like Goldie or Nolan. And I want to hear yeah. what they think about it, but they didn't. So I'm picking two of three. It's hopeful if they lose the series, I definitely won't be shocked. I think we got two teams going in different trajectories right now. Um, but they, they could turn it around six games and like we're fine. Well. Uh, for those of you listening on YouTube, if you could go ahead and hit that little subscribe button after we just spent an hour bitching, uh, let's hope you're still with us. <laughs> but again, I this think, is reality I think as a, a lot of people fan. in this. Y'all know this isn't new, like our fandom. But right now, this is where we are as a team. Six games, that's it. But if you could hit that subscribe, that would greatly appreciate. We'd greatly appreciate that. Uh, as always, you can follow us on our on our Twitters and everything else. That'd be awesome. Facebook. Uh, we thank you all. Here's our hope. Our hope is that, one, you have an amazing weekend. I don't know what the weather looks like there. Down here, it is gorgeous outside, but we're supposed to get Pretty massive nice. storms the next two it's days. It's a little chilly, but it feels good. It's like a good Good. Chilly. So hopefully you have an amazing weekend. Two, let's also be safe and be kind out there. Right now, we got a bunch of knuckleheads running their mouths out there. Let's just be nice to everybody, no matter who they are. That's all we need to do. Uh, three, uh, let's hope for a Cards uh, series win. And that on sun- Sunday, Kale will be in a better mood when we come to join everybody. I'm not even, I think it's fair. Like we're not going to apologize. We're not, we're going to be, there's a lot of people watching us now. Um, We are, this is a fan podcast. Okay. This is what we do through 162. This is the emotions we're going to go through. This is conversation, conversations like this, hopefully not like the Tyler one, but like this are going to happen again. Um, So we could be back and we could be like, damn, they just fucking swept the Brewers. Tyler O'Neill hit seven home runs in three (laughs) games. Things are great. Ali Marmol gave him a kiss and the lips on the way into the dugout. And all vibes are immaculate. We'll see where things go. But, I mean, embrace the roller coaster, I guess. This is just what it is. As a fan of the Godfather, if they're going to kiss, I just hope Ali doesn't kiss him on the cheek. That's all I'm going to say. 
Yeah. Also, watch fucking Succession. I'm almost through it the second time. It is even better the second time. Uh, that's all I can tell everybody out there. Watch the show. We're getting ready to start season four of the new season. It's unbelievable. So anyway, that those are all my hopes for you guys for this weekend. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Continue to comment on our stuff. Continue to follow us. Continue to subscribe us. We thank you all for supporting us. Have an amazing weekend. Take care of each other. Can't wait to talk to you Sunday. Go Cards.